Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, team profile and projection number one, 30 teams, 30 mini episodes to gear you up for the season, let you know what happened. We had you guys decide the order. We put out a poll, I think 1,500 plus people voted, and the Pirates were voted the last place team in all of baseball. So we're going to get started. We're just going to go around the horn and let you know what's going on with the Pittsburgh Pirates. They finished 19 and 41 last year, uh, extended out on pace to finish 52 and with 110 losses. They have not won the division since 1992. Big baby David, our young producer, has never been alive for the Pirates winning the division, and I don't think it's about to happen this year, Jake. Can you tell us who they lost? Jim, who they lost, unfortunately. A lot of names you might be familiar with. <laughs> um, Jamison Tyone, former top pick, trade to the Yanks. Joe Musgrove to the Padres. Josh Bell to the Nationals. Uh, and then it trickles off after that. Trevor Williams has thrown some innings for them. He goes to the Cubbies. Derek Holland uh, in the twilight. JT Riddle, your guys. Keona Keela, who they added. They got some prospects back in that Nationals trade. Uh, Will Crow, Eddie Yeen, which kind of sounds like Medellin. Uh, that's an old reference. Miggy Yahoo from the Yanks. Ronzi. a lot of young pitchers are coming over. David Bednar, Michael Perez from Tampa, going to be catching sometimes. He always got game-winning hits, it felt like. So uh, you're not going to know a lot of the guys coming in. You recognize a lot of the guys coming out, and that's kind of where the Pirates are at. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, what's going on with the lineup these days in Pittsburgh? I mean, I got a projected lineup, but with a team like this, <laughs> I don't think you can really nail it down. I think there's going to be a lot of open competition let's call it that but we'll start that with the catching position jacob stallings is kind of going to be the guy there first base is colin moran uh second base adam frazier this is last year of arbitration in 2021 and then he'll be a free agent so possibly a trade candidate we know these pirates are going to like that uh shortstop right now they got kevin newman uh penciled in and it's a really light pencil because there's another guy named cole tucker who's also going to be getting a shot there Here's the guy you can chisel in stone. Third base, key Brian Hayes. He'll be there for the next 10 years. Just, just chisel that in. He's a stud. Watch out for him. Left field, we got Brian Reynolds. Center field, Anthony Alford. Another possibility for our guy Cole. And then in right field, Gregory Polanco. You could chisel him in as well until uh, July. And then we'll see him later. Ooh. And that's the lineup. Who's throwing, Jim? Rotation. Uh, we You named a bunch of guys they lost in the rotation. They got Mitch Keller, Chad Cool, Stephen Brault, JT Brubaker, and Cody Ponce uh, in the bullpen. Richard Rodriguez, Chris Stratton, Michael Feliz, Feliz, Kyle Crick. A lot of names that if you're not a Pirates fan, you probably don't know, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think even Pirates fans would be like, yeah, it's okay. 
Now, they went full tank mode. They went full rebuild, and I think that's the nicest thing they've done for Pirates fans in a while. Like I said, they haven't won the division in over 20 years. So something's got changed, new strategy. They've had the people. They kept a bunch of second-place finishes and wild-card games. I mean, you know, they 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 got those wild-card finishes right when it went to a one-game playoff, which is brutal. They have the number one pick in the draft this year, Trev. They're excited about that and the possibility of adding to their rotation. They have some guys in the in the pipeline that they're excited about. And one one that made his debut last year is Key Brian Hayes, and he was their most valuable player in regards to war, and he only played 24 games. So, I mean, it's good for him, but it's also very telling about this team. Jake, if, if we were to do... I like there's two things I like for the Pirates. One is trade watch, which Trev kind of gave okay. us. Frazier should have been traded. He might be traded before this episode gets released Ooh. or before spring training ends. I don't. They should have moved him. If there's anyone that would take him, it's two years. Um, maybe they're hoping he plays into more value and they move him at the deadline. Uh, Polanco as well. Polanco's got an interesting contract. I think he's got a team option um, at the end of this season for big money. In 2022 and 2023, they're for sure going to buy him out of that team option. So they may try to move him, like Trev said, uh, halfway through. And and whoever takes him on will then buy him out, and he'll become a free agent at the end of the year. So Frazier, Polanco, maybe trade pieces. That's kind of it. Yeah, I think with Frazier and Polanco, unfortunately for the Pirates in that shortened season, they were both bad last year. Their OPSs both started with a 5. So, uh, Frazier, you know, you're a 25-year-old second baseman, played 130 games, hit 308 and 800 OPS. You like that. Uh, he's kind of got to show it again. You know, I he's not a slapdick. He's a guy that did it for an MLB season. Uh, and then last year, you know, you can throw out those 44 games real quickly. So I, I think him coming back and, and getting more at-bats for the Pirates and, hey, you know, if they get some value for him at some point, I mean, he's still pre-arbitration, so um, we'll we'll see what that ends up looking like. But prove you can be that kind of around 800 OPS second baseman right now because as we do this, there's still guys who can play second base that you can give a pretty cheap contract to and not give prospect capital. So um, he's kind of got to prove it again. And Polanco, he's got a nice, uh, pretty nice MLB resume. Uh, it's a $3.5 million, uh buyout after the season. I'd expect him to be moved if he could... If he can show that talent, I mean, a good mix of pop and speed, you'd like to see him traded to to a team at the deadline that, that could use him. But, yeah, I mean, they they cleared house. I mean, when you, when you actually... Go through that name of who's out, and it's, you know, Tyone, Archer, I mean, Musker. Like, these are these are a lot of MLB guys that are going to be important parts of the MLB season this year, but not with the Pirates. Yeah, Trevor Williams, Musgrove, and Derek Holland, I believe, combined for 25 of their starts in a 60-game season last year. And they lost all three of those guys. Yeah. So they're going to be a lot of arms. They're a great spot for for someone who doesn't get signed. You know, if they want to do a lot of these, by the time this airs or when spring training starting, if there's a lot of older free agents out there that are like, I just want a chance to play, and and get back into the game, and then maybe trade. Like Pirates are going to need guys. They're just going to need warm bodies. So they might be picking up people just to get some reps. Uh, I was in some some Pirates forums, and they were saying that they, they'd they like to see uh, 
Olivia Oliva, 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 and Alfred like get reps and see what they've got. They they picked up Alfred at the deadline from the Blue Jays last year. I think both those guys just played a little bit in September. Not a lot of fun in Pittsburgh. I think is tryouts was the word Trev said, and that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, look, they they've clearly said we're going to rebuild. I mean, there's no other message to the world, um, and they have some pieces there. Uh, but they're looking to get that draft capital, see what they got in some of the prospects. I don't even know if they're going to be looking at some of these older free agents. I, I, I wonder that. Do they want to uh, bring them in and hope to flip them? Maybe, but I, I think they'd rather see some of uh, the younger guys, or maybe they don't want to start their time. It's Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There. If they don't want to start some of these prospects' times, they're just going to need warm bodies. They're just going to need Yeah, I mean, there's no payroll play. there, so I guess, you know, if you are taking on those cheap contracts, it, it, it makes sense. You know, they're, they're looking to go out there and lose games so they can get high draft picks. I mean, that's just the bottom line here. So if you are a Pittsburgh fan this year, Go enjoy a hot dog and, you know, or whatever, whatever else you guys put French fries on your sandwiches, which is really cool. So just go enjoy a day at the ballpark. You're not going to see a great product on the field. If I was a Pittsburgh pirate fan, and I don't mean this in like a negative way. It's just how it's going. Jake's uncle's a huge, huge Pittsburgh pirates fan. Uncle Rick and Auntie Ree, you guys met them. Go for the ballpark. Most beautiful ballpark in the big leagues. And then I'd go to the games when somebody else is like a good team is coming. Mm. Or go watch for Cole Tucker or Key Brian Hayes. I don't know. It's there's not a lot to to be hopeful for this year as a Pirates fan. But I Beautiful think you park. know that and you've accepted that. Yeah, I think with the veteran thing, I think we will see some moves, but I don't think they're even MLB contracts. Like Trev, the one that just jumped to my head, and he's he was your guy. He's now my guy. Disco Neil Walker. How about that? A little a little Ooh, go go back home and get some abs if he's good again. Like. You're right, Jimmy. They need to. They well, think about King Felix just joined the Orioles, <laughs> right? Because it's his easiest chance to actually crack a top five rotation and get a look in the MLB. That's the Pirates can be the last ditch landing spot for guys looking for that. Yes, but I think the Pirates are looking to bottom out this year, like the Orioles last year. I again, and when we talk about them, you know, I, nobody's going to have the Orioles competing for the NLEs. But they're trying to change the culture there a little bit They're trying to not just be a dumpster They got young guys coming up This is like tryout season for Pittsburgh And I think next year's the Let's bring in some guys to play decent baseball around them But I I think you're finding out As Trevor said And you said Key Brian Hayes he is the guy. He's he's kind of been the prospect. People were talking about him in rare air for defensive third baseman before he even got to the show. And then, by the way, he came up and he raked. <laughs> so it's 24 games. Uh, and basically, basically the scouting report on him uh, from the prospect people for years has been if he can become a league average hitter, this guy is a borderline all-star. So if he can hit at above that, which he came up and he did, this guy's a potential star of baseball. Uh, Charlie Hayes' son. Uh, so it's going to be him. And then Brian Reynolds going back the year before that. He was he had a really good rookie year. He finished fourth, switch-hitting outfielder. So I think right now those are the two pieces you're staring at and Cole Tucker's hair because we love him. And then you're trying to figure out, will any of these other guys around them either get involved or... Or can Colin Moran take another baby step and become the next trade guy for the Pirates? Key Brian Hayes. He played in 24 games, like you said yesterday. How many hitless games do you think he had out of those 24? 
Not a lot. I- I'm looking at his BABIP right now at Two. 450, so he could not have four four hitless game. games. He had nine multi-hit games. He had a five-hit game against Cleveland, which I'm kind of interested now in seeing who was pitching for Take Cleveland. That, Cleveland. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna have to temper his expectations. Savali, McKenzie, like gangbusters. It's gonna be a little bit tougher this year for him. Well, uh, you know he can go ask Brian on. Reynolds about that. Brian Reynolds got Rookie yeah. of the Year votes in 2019. He had like an 800 OPS when we did the TPP last year in the Pirates. We were like shit. A lot of these Pirates had good years in 2018, 2019, and then, you know, shortened season, and what does it really mean? But if you were to give fantasy baseball advice and say, hey, who should be looking at the Pirates, key Brian Hayes, probably middle rounds, and then Brian Reynolds later rounds as maybe bank on him going back to form. That's my advice. Flyer. There's so many good third basemen out there yeah. that I don't know if Key Brian's going to be a middle round guy, but All right, definitely late, someone to keep round. an eye on. Like your bat, your second third baseman you pick. Someone sure. might try to beat you to that though. Keeper league, oh my god! I, yeah. I look, you know, I'm not trying to. I like this guy. Like I think he's going to be an excellent big leaguer. Just looking at his numbers last year, they're obviously in, inflated. I mean, that's, you know, he. The one thing I'm I'm curious about is, is as I go back into his minor league stats, never been a home run guy, and that's okay because you develop power last. That's what happens with guys like this. But he is he's six one two ten. He's got the body to hit homers. Mm. So if that kind of if we have some regression in the BABIP and some of his numbers come down, maybe the home runs come up. You know, guys, when they get to the bitty level, they get the big league balls, they get better batters' eyes, and the NL Central not that good. Yeah. So let's see if he can, you know, add some power to his repertoire, and I think that will be his. Uh, that would be really good for him if he could do that because he's not going to hit three seventy six. Come on, he's not going to hit three seventy six. Maybe for a twenty four game stretch, he will. Yeah. Maybe for a three or four game stretch. I'm excited to watch him play, though. Some of the arms they added, uh, Will Crow, Eddie Yeen. Eddie Yeen became the Pirates' second uh, ranked. I love that name. Eddie Yeen. Eddie Yeen. He, came, he became the Pirates' too. second ranked pitcher in their organization yeah. after joining them from the trade. I have no idea what that means because I don't know if any Pirates pitchers are ranked that high, but good for him. Will Crow pitched for the Nationals last year and, and did awful in like four games, but he's still projected to be pretty good, so we'll see what you got there. Miggy Yahore comes from the Yankees. Everyone said he's MLB ready. I, I like Miggy Yahoo a lot. I, he's, I MLB stop re- there. MLB ready is a nice way of saying he doesn't have much more of a ceiling. <laughs> this, this is what he's got. Yeah. <laughs> he can pitch in the major leagues. This is leagues. what he's ready for. We don't expect him to get better than this, so might as well just have him start. But you know, that's, like, very mean. But he he's only pitched in 12 games above single A, so that's yeah. the kind of the weird thing. Every team this year is going to churn through pitchers. Uh, even the best teams in baseball, you're going to see numerous guys get starts and innings for teams. Pittsburgh's going to be no different. I, I think the names that jump out are Brawl, Cool, and Keller. Brubaker, I mean, they're the top four of the rotation. Nice, they jump out, Jake. But these are guys that have pitched major league innings, and hey, look what happened to Joe Musgrove last year. Joe Musgrove throws a couple starts, he spins the ball a little better, and now the Padres, the coolest team in baseball, are looking for him. So, Brawl, Cool, Keller, Brubaker, you guys are going to get innings. Twirl it, man. You know, work on your stuff, get better, and hey, you know, you you could be the guy that next year every team always needs pitching. You could be the guy on the trade block. They do have cool names out of all their prospects. Key Brian Hayes is a cool name. Yeah. O'Neill Cruz, two yeah. last names for both names. You, rarely mm-hmm. you see that. Mm-hmm. Under that, Swaggerty, 
Yeah, Travis Swaggerty. Travis Swaggerty? It's a badass name. It's literally swag. And then the guy below him, Tanaj? Thomas? Yeah, I'm not familiar with Tanaj. I'm all in, but... Yeah, he's from I, the Bahamas. O'Neal Cruz is the real fun one. Uh, he's the six-seven shortstop. <laughs> um, at you know yes. that he uh, we'll see we'll see if they give him some play at shortstop. It would be funny if Cabrian Hayes is so nasty that maybe they could tuck him in at short, and his value as a shortstop makes him that much more as a player. S- supposedly, the word is he can hit. It's just where do they play him? So you hope he gets the call at some point this year. They're expecting him to. Swaggerty uh, is maybe flip a coin. It might depend on injuries and and how he's looking this year. Uh, I think those are the guys you're really. Excited to hopefully see this year I think all the pitchers are really young So you're just going to see a hodgepodge of dudes out there But um, yeah, who's who Who are we going to be talking about with Key Brian Hayes next year? Hopefully, if you're a Pirates fan You're saying O'Neal Cruz is part of the conversation We we saw him at spring training And it looked like like that guy does not belong <laughs> on a baseball field He look, just looked different than everybody else He's uh, as skinny as a pencil and looks like a basketball player, like he's tall, like that tall. So it was a lot of fun to see him out on the field. I'm, I'm curious. Hey, man, baseball uh, is baseball players come in all shapes and sizes, and um, we'll see if he can do it. I do want to say one thing to the Pirates fans because I'm, I'm guessing that's who's listening to our TPP of the oh. Pittsburgh Pirates is Pirates fans. Um, I sent a text to Cole Tucker challenging yes. him this year. I said, "Hey, I got a challenge for you," and I talked to him at length. Um, about where he's at in his career, because we had similar career trajectories. I got moved off a shortstop. He got moved off a shortstop. But by all accounts, they're going to give him a shot this year. They said, you, it's the door is wide open. Come win the job. I challenged him to go out there and change the narrative. I said, get out there, do your work in front of everybody. Give them no chance but to write about how much you're working, and you're going to be impressed at how much better you get because, A, you're putting in the work, and you're having people hold you accountable because they're seeing you out there. He loved it. Says he gets started right away. Needed to hear it. So if Cole Tucker goes out there, wins a the shortstop job, becomes this awesome left side of the infield with Key Brian Hayes, Cole Tucker. I'm just saying, I might have had a hand in that. Okay, Coach Trev. Coach Trev, I How love it. How fun would that be, Key Brian and Cole on the left side of the infield? It, it would be a lot of fun. Where, if you just some reason don't know, we all. Biasly love Cole Tucker, but hey, former first round pick, switch hitter, hot, can play every position, deal. but plays really well at shortstop. So maybe just do that. But hot. I also want to see O'Neill Cruz. I don't know. Okay. We had some little factoids that uh, editor, no, not editor, researcher factoids. Max helped us out. Uh, you mentioned their payroll, Trev, Polanco and uh, Polanco. And Felipe Vasquez, yeah, bad guy. Bad guy. They amount for fifty percent of the Pirates' league-leading low payroll. Those two guys, one's not on the team because he's in jail, and the other guy, 50% of the payroll. Pretty insane. It's nuts. Max's fun stat, we kind of already walked all over this one already, was about Key Brian Hayes, finished 6th and NL Rookie of the Year last year. Crazy number, son of third baseman Charlie Hayes, ranks as MLB's 37th prospect. And Cole Tucker gave him a bunch of love. So thank you to Max. Now, yeah, I just note on the prospect thing, uh, I think they've actually slid him up the prospect rankings because they can and they've seen him play Major League Baseball now. So I've got Key Bryan at number 15 now by Fangraphs. Wow. Good job. So that's, you know, that's starting to get in rare air territory. 
I don't think it means anything, but no, yes, good, not at all. Good job by Cabrian. It's kind of the prospect people getting to cheat because they saw him th- hit 374 for 24. Yeah, he already <laughs> made it to the bigs, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, let's oh, rank him should, higher. Oh, we'd actually like him more now. <laughs> <laughs> job got a lot easier. <laughs> all right. We don't have over unders for these teams. Vegas yes. has not given them out yet as we are recording this on February 5th. So I made it up. And I, I did a pretty easy makeup job is I went to last year. I found who was the 30th ranked team. It was the Orioles last year. Vegas had the over-under at 56 and a half. And I think that's a good spot to land for the Pirates. The only difference is the AL East was much better last year. And the Orioles were facing those guys a lot. Whereas the Pirates may get some wins because the NL Central isn't amazing. Um so we all think they're going to lose 100 games, which would be the third time they've done so since 2001, I believe. You said yes to that pre-show, Travis. I changed my mind. Yeah. I don't I don't think wow. because of what you just said, how the NF Central is not very good this year. A couple teams getting a little bit better now. But you also but I've been on Sorry, go ahead. That? You can keep going. I have a I've been on teams that have lost a hundred games. It's very hard to lose a hundred games. Like you have to be really, really bad. And if you if you go and have a decent month, you're not gonna lose a hundred games. So I'm gonna take just right under. I'm gonna change my answer. Okay, so you're going uh over fifty six and a half. Wins. Wins, yes. Yes. Yeah. I think they'll lose a hundred games still, Trev, because I don't think they they wanna win. Like, I don't think the GM's going to be making moves to help them win games. Shelty is in his second year as manager. His first year managing a 162 season, he's been handed a, you know, not the best thing to get handed. So is he managing for his job? Like, it, he might just be a lame duck where I don't know if, like, the focus is going to be winning games. If there's a really close, if there's a pitcher that's being amazing. Uh, but, you know, reaching an innings limit, they're just going to shut them down. Same with everyone. Yeah, look, I mean, I get it. That seems like they're just going to lose every game. Like, they, they'll they be a favorite in very few games this year. But it's just a lot. It's very hard to sweep a team. You know, um, they will get swept a few times this year, but it's very hard to sweep a team. And I just think they might be on pace. They might be on pace. They might be on pace. And then we're just going to see a little run out of them. And we're going to finish. I, I'm going to give them – I'm not going to do the math. I'll just do the losses in my head right now. I'm, I'm going to put them right around like 95 losses. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I'm I'm still over 100 losses. I'm having trouble doing the mental math of what 56 and a half 104 wins. wins. What's 57? 104. 67 wins? I don't know. No, 57. 95? Not a math pod. 103. 57 and 103? Like, I think they could do that. I think this team can fight, and I think... 57 and 103? What kind of math pot is this? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that It'd doesn't be 59 seem... 59 right. and 103, but whatever. 59. Oh, I did 162. Okay. I did 160. You did 160. Not so 162. we're going to play 162 this year. Yeah, two games will get rained down. The Pirates won't even care to make them up. <laughs> um, how about this? I'll, I'll do a cop-out. I think 57 and however many losses that is. I, I do think... Towards the end of this baseball season, you're going to see pitchers that shouldn't be on the field. You'll see some teams that don't care again. And I think I'm going to actually the other way with Shelty 
is that this is his second year, so winning will be kind of a big thing for them. So on the days they are winning, you know, they're going to go for it. So just over 57 wins. So you guys are both taking the over. I am taking the under. You say that they're going to get to a point where they're throwing pitchers that shouldn't be there. They're starting the season right. with a, like almost five pitchers that shouldn't be there. That's the other teams catching up to them, though. That's what I'm saying. That's not fair. I mean, look, I get what you're saying. They're not going to compare to some other rotations, but these guys deserve to be there. They're they're still major league players, and they have they have egos, and they want to win. No matter how much the organization, sometimes wants to you have to be honest. To win. You tell me. I don't know how many of their pitchers crack other rotations. It all depends on the teams, and you know, not the Stephen Brault after what he did yeah, last year. Yeah. He'd be on a lot of teams. I think Chad Cool is fine. He would be on some mad teams. I, had a good but that's year what I'm saying. In this, uh, winning team in this season, you're going to see a lot of other guys getting innings for every other team. You could spin the argument either way. I see what you're saying, but can also spin it the other. I've got them half a game over. I'm taking the under. We'll see what the real one. I think it's going to get sloppy, 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 sloppy in, in Pittsburgh. Shelty's I don't think too proud for that. I think Shelty's going to be the only one interested in winning come September. I think the the players are going to be like you know during the game they're going to try their hardest, but I don't know if there's going to be a lot of like guts and grind. It's going to be brutal. I'm rooting for the Pirates so bad Cloud now. City. I want them to prove. I prove you guys Cole wrong. I want them to go out the there get, Remember the Trump? Orioles kind of started out hot last year? Yeah. I'd like them to be good. I said that before the show. I said, this sucks. They're a storied franchise. Pittsburgh has a great ballpark and great fans. Like, this sucks. But the and it's in their best interest to be absolutely horrible this year. The front office is doing everything they can. So there you go. That's the Pirates. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. And then the next day with another one. And the next day with another one. But sometimes we'll do our regular old big episodes in between as well. So that's the schedule. Enjoy. I think this one literally tomorrow is not. Tomorrow is May not one. Again, we're a month out from the next show. See ya. 57 and 105, baby. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.